You are listening to the number one Toyota truck and SUV podcast, Toyota Trucks and Trails, with discussions from restorations to racing, interviews with folks from all areas of the Toyota community, product and event reviews, and much more. We are sure to offer something for you, so sit back and enjoy the show. Hey folks, welcome to Toyota Trucks and Trails podcast episode 33. I am your host, Jason Hoffman, and I'm doing a solo show tonight. Um, Rich is covered up trying to uh, trying to get ready for the uh, the Northeast FJ run and, and uh, trying to get his truck ready and, and of course keeping up that ever important uh, social media presence. <laughs> uh Anyway, I, I'm here by myself tonight, so we've still got a great interview, and and uh, you, you uh, the folks of you that like to uh, like to hear Rich's voice, he's he's in this interview, so uh, that uh, that 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 should fill that part of it anyway. Um, just to uh, to kind of keep on a a normal run of things here, I haven't been up to. To too much since the last time we recorded, uh, basically because I haven't been uh, haven't been home to do too much. But the uh, the little bit of time that I did have at home, I, I spent a little bit of time trying to uh, trying to prep my FJ Cruiser to uh, to head up to, to Pennsylvania to hang out with Rich and and uh, the guys up in that part of the world at at that event. Uh, just did some general maintenance stuff, changed the oil and and. Threw a new set of spark plugs in and cleaned the mass airflow sensor and and uh, just some other little odds and ends things. Nothing nothing terribly exciting. Uh, I've been trying to. Uh, the truck came with a, a Warren M8000 winch when I when I bought the truck and been trying to uh, to get that working and uh, had it doing so and then uh, ended up. Uh, I don't want to say destroying, but basically destroyed uh, one of the one of the solenoids. So I need to uh, need to get another solenoid picked up for it, and, and hopefully when I get home before I before I head up to uh, to Pennsylvania, I'll have a time have a chance to to get that solenoid put in and and get things wired back up and try to get it working. But uh, other than that, on on uh, on my stuff, I haven't. Uh, just haven't been doing too much. I do want to take just a second to to give a huge shout out to my buddy Jimmy Davison at AAA Auto in Livingston, Tennessee. If uh, if any of you folks listening are in the Middle Tennessee area and you need work done on your Toyota, I promise you, if it's something that you don't feel like you can handle yourself, Jimmy Jimmy will take care of you. Um, he is a great guy running running a great shop. He is just absolutely passionate about about Toyotas, just like the rest of us. And uh, I I mentioned a few episodes back that <coughs> pardon me that I was uh, going to take my my '97 Forerunner up to him and drop it off. And I have not got a chance to get up there and get it get it picked up yet. But he did call me the other night and told me that he was uh, he had pretty much went through everything on it and, and got everything straightened out and took it in and got it aligned for me and uh i i just uh i just want to give the guy his props he uh 
I, I am absolutely positive with, with the conversations that we had uh, while he had it in the shop that he was uh, doing his di due di diligence to to go over absolutely everything on, on that truck and make sure that when it uh, when it leaves his shop that it's it's good to go. And uh, I know just from, like I said, from conversations that he and I had while he was working on it that he discovered a lot of things that uh, I have uh, I've overlooked over time and uh, not intentionally just things that that uh, I didn't catch that he did and managed to get those things taken care of so uh, Jimmy this is my public thank you to you buddy if you're listening I I, I truly 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 appreciate it um, anything else going on nothing uh like I said, nothing too much in my world, and and uh, Rich has been been working his tail off trying to get his his FJ Cruiser ready to go to the event and, and handling other other event type things. So this is going to be kind of a short short episode. But like I said, we we do have an interview to get to, and and this interview that we have is it it's a really good interview. Um, uh, it uh, it's with Team Vagabond, um, and if you're not familiar with with who that is or, or what they're about, um, you'll you'll get all that in the interview. And uh, they're they're looking at doing these ladies are looking at doing some some really cool things. So uh, check it out, enjoy, and uh, we'll be back after the after the interview. This episode is brought to you by our friends at HID Extra. Go to HIDExtra.com to view the best in HID and LED headlight conversion kits and accessories for your truck, car, and motorcycle. And while you're there, use code TTT15 to get 15% off your lighting order today. Check out the show notes for more info. Okay, joining me on the show, or joining us on the show, uh, Rich is actually here with us for a, a rare Rich and Jason interview, but uh, we have Miss Anna Lewis and Miss Morgan Little with us. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, ladies. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. You guys have got uh, gals, rather, pardon me, we've, we've been called out on that. You can call times. us guys, it's fine. That, that it's works, okay. That works for you, okay, well, we, we've been called out on it by other listeners, so we, we try to uh, self-correct on that, but you uh, you ladies have, have some really, uh, really big plans coming up for, for later on this year that we're, we're going to get to here in a little bit, but before we get going, why don't you T both take just a second. Uh, it, it doesn't matter who goes first, but take just uh, just a second and uh, tell the listeners a little bit little bit about yourself and who you are. Sure, Morgan, you want to start? <laughs> Dang, I was hoping you would. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I live in South Carolina. I'm a mom and an artist. So, uh, I'm nervous. Now I feel terrible. <laughs> Do you want it? Do you Morgan, want it? Morgan, let's just break the ice. What's your favorite brand of breakfast cereal? Oatmeal. 
oatmeal is a cereal. You know, Jason is a big oatmeal fan, as we. I'm serious. I do like oatmeal. Yeah, we we just discussed that a couple of episodes ago. See, I, I think I heard that one. That one, you should be hearing all of them. Well, <laughs> they are long, and I can't take but so many car trips to listen to them. There is a pause button. Just pause them and come back later. You know, she she didn't sign up for this kind of abuse, Jason. True. No, it's, actually, it's okay. It makes me feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do well, not, anyway. <laughs> do not open that door for Rich. I'm telling you right now. Don't. don't you don't want to do that. I, I'm not that bad. Um, Anna, your turn. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, my name is Anna Lewis. I am um, wife to my husband, Dave. And I'm a food scientist by trade. I recently moved to California, originally from Arkansas, have lived in Georgia for the last five years, but really have lived in quite a few places. Um, I'm an avid FJ Cruiser owner um, and am really excited to be going on this adventure with, with Morgan. Well, thank you. And what did, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Mitch. Go ahead. I was going to ask, what adventure is that? Since our listeners haven't been told yet what, why you're here and, <laughs> or any of that good stuff. We're going to be competing in the um, second uh, annual Rebel Rally. And the Rebel Rally is um, the first of its kind in North America for women. It's an off-road navigation rally that's going to take, um, is going to cover over 1,200 miles and start around Lake Tahoe in California and head through the deserts of Nevada and across California and end up um, in San Diego. And all of our phones, our GPS, all of that's going to be taken away. And we'll get a map and a, GP- and a map and a compass that we can use every day with coordinates that we have to, um, to be able to go to specific waypoints each day to be able to um, gain points as we're as we're going along the the trip that wow that sounds really cool that does sound very cool so it's similar to the gazelles rally it is except it's here in the u.s and probably a fraction of the cost i would imagine (laughs) it's still pretty expensive Um, it's it's pretty pricey but we don't have to haul a vehicle over overseas so that's nice we've got we've got my my fj that's here in california ready for us to 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 use so we've got that on our side well speaking of your your fj anna just to uh to move the conversation along take just a minute and, and run down what your fj is and and maybe some of the the modifications that you've done to it already and just real quick, some of the modifications that you plan to do to it before uh, before the rally. Sure, it's um, it's a 2014, and it's army green. I bought it brand new. Um, it has metal tech front and rear tube bumpers. Um, I have the orange box fabrication, heavy duty um, uh, kickout sliders on it. I've got ricochet off road skids. I've got the Icon Stage 1 um, suspension front and rear along with SBC light racing upper control arms. 
I also upgraded the springs to the Expedition Weight Springs. It's currently sitting on 34-inch KO2s. Um, we'll most likely still use those for the rally um, just because um, I'm, I'm planning on switching over to some mud tires this um, this summer. But with all the sand that we're going to be competing in, that tighter grid of the KO2 is probably going to be better for that. And then um, I do have a, a full scuba mod with a TJM snorkel. Um, all of my lighting is through Lifetime LED. I've got a, um, a 40-inch light bar, 30-inch, um, my high-definition uh, um, or high-output uh, lights and for the uh, headlights. Um, I've got quite a few other gadgets. I've got an onboard, onboard air compressor. Um, it's, it's pretty well equipped already, um, but we are looking to... Uh, to do a couple of additional upgrades, uh, depending on on how our uh, our funding works out as we move through, but that's that's kind of where it sits currently. Well, it's uh, pardon me, sounds like a really well put together FJ. It, it's done me well. I've I've really enjoyed it. Very cool. Just uh, I, I should have asked this before, and I'm getting my questions a little out of line here, but. Do, uh, do either of you ladies have any any experience in, in a rally like this? Have you done m- maybe something similar to this on a smaller scale, or is this going to be something completely new for both of you? It's completely new for me. And I do like to navigate me. a lot, but I've never actually competed. That was going to, going to be my next question, was, you know, if, you, if neither of you had done it before, whether either one of you were somewhat familiar with with navigation and, and that kind of stuff because that is something that is completely greek to me i i would be completely <laughs> completely lost without doing some serious learning. i love it it's a passion for me and i mean i've been doing it since i was a girl scout many many years ago <laughs> so i i actually look forward to applying that knowledge in the competition well it's it's very cool that that you have some experience with that anna do you do you have any any background with that at all or is are you pretty much looking to morgan as it completely in the, on the navigation side of it um currently morgan's got a lot more experience than i do but my compass showed up this week i've got all of my maps i've got a couple books so i am studying like hell to try and make sure that I am a good backup for her and another set of eyes that can help because unfortunately we don't have a lot of desert area out on the East coast where Morgan's at and I'll have a little bit more of a chance to do some navigation in dunes before the competition. So I think maybe being able to leverage both of that together will help us when we get to some areas like Glamis and we're trying to find an area to be able to find a waypoint out in the distance when there's really nothing to, to be able to say, Oh yeah, that's, that's a really remarkable spot out there far in the, in the, in the future. And you really can't see anything but a a rolling sand dune. Right. Rich, do you have any, any questions for these two while we're kind of on this, this subject? You, you've done more of this kind of stuff than I am. So you interject yourself in the conversation here. Um, yeah, I have, um, <clears throat> but we had we were able to use GPS. The the issue for us was that our 
uh, we had no cell service and our GPS maps were wrong. So we had to rely <laughs> on map and compass, um, which, which worked out, you know, fine. <clears throat> so it, it, is that the theme of the rebel rally, the, um, no electronics at all, just map and compass. Correct. They'll Correct. actually take our phones from us um, at check-in and tech inspection, and they'll be wrapped up, um, and we won't get them until the end of the race. So if we if we get into them, we're disqualified. So every day they'll give us a map of the area that we're going to be going to, and there will be coordinates that um, Morgan will need to um, we'll, we'll need to find on the map. We'll need to figure out what's the best way to get to those coordinates. Each one, there's going to be easy, moderate, and difficult. And easy will be, you know, they'll have a flag out in the distance and you can possibly see it as you're driving near blue. There might be a, a small stake in the ground. So as you get right up on it, you can find it. The difficult you only have the coordinates. You're not going to see anything when you actually get there except your trust in your navigation. And those are also going to be pretty difficult to get to from the uh, terrain. So you have to determine, okay, what points do you want to try and get to that day in the time frame that you have available? Um, and just, you know, plan your day based on that and be able to also get back to, uh, to camp at night in the time frame that's allowed. So you so don't. I, oh, I, I was just going to ask. So when when you pick the different difficulties of, of points, nav points, uh, do, are points awarded based on which difficulty? Is, uh, how does that work? Like, what is the significance of difficulty? I guess is what I'm asking. Um. So difficult. Yeah. Go ahead, Morgan. Yeah. Well, I was just. It it is a point difference. You're not required, obviously, to get the blue or black ones. Those are extra. But um, it is encouraged that you do attempt to get them. The highest number of points wins. So you have to get all of the, all yeah. of the greens, which are the easy. Um, but the people who get the highest number of points wins. And with your points, um, it's the shortest, or, or <clears throat> the, let's see, the, shortest distance to the waypoint so if we you know circle around like 50 times before we get to the point it's going to be a lot um you know we're going to be a lot lower score than if we hit it immediately going in a direct line to it that makes complete sense and it also answered my my next question i i was wondering whether you got to choose which which points you hit and that kind of stuff but you You've already answered that, so this this sounds really really cool, ladies. I I uh, I think I'm missing out. Like I said, I know Rich has has kind of done this kind of stuff in the past, but uh, it would be a a completely new experience for me. Yeah, I mean, this sounds more intense than anything we do up here, um, <clears throat> and it, it sounds like much much like the little the little navigational land rallies we have up here are are a lot more relaxed. But it sounds like you're you're really under some pressure to, to gather your points in this event and probably, um, you know, taking that extra time in the morning to plan is I'm sure that's already on your radar, uh, of how to start every day. But, um, what is your, do you have, what is your start plan every day? Like you wake up and 
you know, you, you get your map plan out. Is that how that works? Yeah. Correct. From from what, from what we've heard in, in talking to some of the girls who did it last year is that um, a lot of them were w- waking up at four in the morning. Um, the vehicles are in, in impound overnight, so you don't have access to them. Um, but you get your vehicle at five in the morning. So driver can start prepping the vehicle navigator gets their map at, at five and then can start preparing, um, you know, what your route's going to be. And then, yeah, depending on, you know, how many are rolling out at which time point you start, um, you, you might start rolling at seven o'clock. You might start rolling at six thirty to, to start um, getting on the trail and it could be a, a 10 to 12 hour day before you're coming back into camp that night. Do the competitors have to, I, I, I read through the website here a while back and I, and I should have it pulled up right now to go through it, but do you, uh, do the competitors, competitors have to be self self sustained through this? You said that y- your vehicles are impounded. So I'm assuming no, no, camping out of your vehicle or that kind of thing how does that side of it work we have a base camp we return to minus a few legs of the race where we will be camping on our own out in the desert okay correct and so we if for instance if the um if we pop a tire in the middle of the desert and we need to um we need to change a tire or you know maybe a cv um messes up and I have to replace it. If we call for help from the maintenance crew that's part of the rally, points get docked. Um, or if it's super severe and we have to get towed, you know, it could be disqualification. Um, so you have to be able to self-sustain to get back to camp. There is a crew of, me- of mechanics that, um, depending on the order that you get into camp, you'll be put into queue for helping to get it rally ready for the next day. So we do have that, but we have to be able to um, make any fixes on the trail to be able to get us going and get us back to camp that night. And there is no camping in your in your car, so we every we all of our gear we have to um, take out of our car, take out. We'll take our tent and take our sleeping bags and all of that stuff um, out each night. Put it back in the vehicle the next morning when we get it back, and be ready to go the next day. I would think that 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 would take a uh, an extra measure of planning just just for that. I know for for myself when when I go on long trips, I kind of <coughs> de- depend on if I don't need this, then it it stays in the truck. But for for you on the, on this kind of deal, you want to make sure that in the evening you get everything out that you need, and uh, don't le- don't leave yourself without. Uh, needed items and, and, and that kind of stuff. I, I, I would think that that would take a little bit of a little extra thought process, or I know it would for me anyway. Yeah. I think the first night or two, we're going to be probably like, Oh crap. I, met, I forgot that. Yeah. I didn't need that anyway. <laughs> Day seven. We're like, I'm good. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got to fly to California, so I, I I'm really, having to put a lot of extra effort into planning what I take with me. Do, do you not plan on shipping stuff out before you fly out, Morgan? Well, that has crossed my mind, but at the same time, it's like, 
I don't want to bring more than what I can than, than what I necessarily need and can put into the rig. And I think it's all four of us that are on the call here are FJ Cruiser owners now. Um, since you joined the group, Jason. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have such limited amount of space in our FJs that we need to be really, uh, really conscious of what we stick in there. Um, but yeah, so and I've got I've got so much gear here at my house that um, that Morgan's got free reign too, so she won't have to have to bring a, a ton of stuff. Well, I'm, I'm I, th- sure. I think. Go ahead. Oh, Rachel. sorry, Jason. No, go ahead. <laughs> we, go ahead. We keep doing that today. <laughs> um, I, I think the FJ Cruiser is a a very suitable vehicle for for this kind of thing. Um, I, I guess you're probably like removing the rear seats. Like, how are you managing your your cargo? Obviously, you know you can't take a ton of stuff. I, I, I you probably uh, did they let you bring a fridge? Um, you know what? I tell do, us about the all that stuff. A, yeah, I do have a. Um, a Domitech Brit, uh, fridge that's already installed in the rear. I have a, um, a drawer system in the back. So my plan is to keep, um, as I currently have, my tools and everything's tucked away in there. In current uh, normal life, I keep my uh, rear seats uh, flipped down just because my dogs, uh, it makes life so much easier just to be able to let them jump in. But most likely going to be removing those just to give us more space because we won't need the rear seats. And also, you know, if we need to, we can throw a couple of uh, large uh, cargo bags up on the top for sleeping bags and whatnot. I imagine that as time gets closer, I know when when I go on long trips and that kind of stuff, I I try to do some pre-runs. But that's that's going to be really difficult for for you two being on opposite sides of the country, being able to uh, being able to figure out how to to pack stuff for both of you do you have any plans uh set up for that to to try to feel feel things out be, before the rally where where you two can't physically be together to uh to actually do it i'm gonna um i'm gonna do some pre-running in pismo um to just get uh, a better feel for dunes and sand driving and then also you know figure out what type of gear we're going to be taking and just plan to take that and pack it in and then Morgan and I were also talking it's we haven't fully um fully fleshed it out yet but a possible you know depending on finances um me flying out to uh, the Appalachian Toyota Roundup uh, to ride around with her at the event to be able to get a little bit more seat time together I I would would think that that would be a Pardon me, be a good idea. Um, were y'all friends be- before this? That's something we should have asked early on. Sure. And another question: <laughs> How did how did you two come together to uh, to decide to do this together? Well, we actually met through the Georgia FJ Cruisers um, group, and then when our friend uh, Baker was doing one of his whirlwind trips, um, he put up that he was coming through Atlanta and Morgan and I both decided, Hey, let's, let's go and have lunch at the varsity with, with Baker. And, um, so two of us show up with our FJs and meet him and, and Kennedy. And, um, that was actually the first time the two of us met. And that was, gosh, about two years ago now, Morgan. 
Yeah, it's probably two or three years at this point. And then we've um, I, we've actually never gone on a ride together, um, but we've we've met up a couple of different times in in just general social circles. And then when uh, last year when the rally was uh, was kicking off, I was getting ready to move out to California. Um, I knew she was talking about wanting to compete. It it didn't work out for for me to be able to do it last year, and I knew she was. She wasn't able to compete last year, so when this year came up, I'm like, you know, hey, I, I need to find a navigator. I wonder, I, I'm going to talk to Morgan and see if, if she's still interested in doing this. You bet. <laughs> well, it's- and no, it, it, it worked out so smoothly. It was, it was, it was really awesome. <laughs> well, it's very cool that, that, uh, that you two were, were able to, uh, able to come together and and both of you wanting to do it and and having it having it work out in such a manner where uh it may have took a little longer than than what you wanted but but being able to get get both of you in the same truck and be able to do it that's that's really cool i uh (laughs) i admire that um i know there's uh there's a lot of trips i would like to do and and trying to figure out who uh who I would want with me for a passenger sometimes is a little bit rough. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's fun. Got a got a lot of friends, but uh, some of them have up points and some of them have down points, and I'm sure they all feel the same way about me. So, <laughs> cramming two of us in the same truck together for an extended period of time maybe a maybe a little rough. We may not be friends by the time it's time it was done. <laughs> I'll put it that way. That's so well. And we we didn't I even bring up the fact about. that the thing we didn't bring up is the fact that when we're doing this whole rally, we have to be wearing race helmets. So that adds a whole nother level of craziness to this that, you know, I've, I've never worn a helmet for more than a short distance or short period before. So we're going to have to start doing some some helmet training. <laughs> Uh, I would recommend it if you're not accustomed to it, because after about three hours of having that on your head, um, it's going to feel like it weighs 2,000 pounds. So it doesn't make any difference how lightweight it is or or anything of the sort. Um, I promise you, if you're not accustomed to it, it'll wear you out. So I guess we just have to start riding them on our regular rides throughout the year. <laughs> yeah, we'll be the weirdos. We'll be like, hey, yeah, <laughs> why are you wearing a helmet? <laughs> Just practice. Be like, hey, watch this. Throw it on. on throw it on Just on your get, drive to work. Go about your uh, go about your daily life with the helmet on. Yeah, there you go. You know, I think oh, that's really goodness. the thing. You know, go to the supermarket, go out to dinner with your husband. You know, just just normal life, just wearing a helmet, and uh, you, it gets you a great discount. That's the thing. You know, wherever you go, you're going to get that discount, and that's that's the key thing right there. Some some people may not question it nearly as much if you park in the handicap spots either, but <laughs> you can have a lot of fun with that. You really can, and you know you should roll video when you do that. If you do, we would we would be happy with publishing that. Well, yeah. We'll have some live stream. Look, look at how well Baker's videos go. A helmet cam. Let's yeah, get there, a helmet cam. There you go. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> now, now that we've uh, set social relations back sixty years, right? Um, <laughs> uh, 
what other what other kind of prep stuff are you doing uh whether it's prepping the vehicle or prepping yourselves um what, what other kinds of, of of things are you doing you, you know i know um <clears throat> just to touch on the point of spending that amount of time in a vehicle with each other you're also doing it in high stress situations um and and you can even just wake up in a bad mood one day and you really have to I, I would imagine you would probably really have to um, <clears throat> sort of, you know, have have like a detuning ritual every day, like a preparation ritual where you get in there and you have to sort of clear your head and start fresh every day. So <clears throat> in terms of preparation, you know, both long term and daily, um, what, what's what's on your plate? <laughs> start, Mar start, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I mean, I was thinking about it and I. Um... I don't know. That's that's kind of a hard question because kind of like you said, you don't know what you're going to wake up to every day. It's something something different as uh, as far as what you're looking at and the you know person you're partnered with. I don't know. I guess that's just something that's going to kind of evolve as the time goes along. I mean, I try to stay pretty positive no matter what the situation. And I already trust Anna. So I, you know. I'm thinking it'll go pretty smoothly as far as relations with being in someone in someone's vehicle for that long together. Yeah, I'm as far as <laughs> prep stuff goes. Um, I'm I'm making sure that we're taking um, plenty of deodorant because it's close quarters <laughs> in the desert, hot, maybe, sweaty. Maybe maybe some Febreze. <laughs> yeah, try and keep us smelling good. Um, then, um, you know, as far as you know, making sure that, you know, the nice thing, having Morgan, she's, she's the driver of her FJ, you know, if something happens and, you know, I can't drive that day, I feel totally comfortable with her driving that day, you know, and me being able to, you know, I'm, I'm studying up on navigation. I want to be able to be at a point where I, you know, we're both a hundred percent comfortable with both of us being able to navigate at this, you know, at, at any point so that, you know, if she can't navigate for some reason, I can navigate us and give us to where we need to be so that we're, it's a redundancy on both sides so that we're good to go. And, you know, and then, you know, we're in, we're in constant communication as we're going through this, we might be on, you know, a couple hours difference on time zones, but, you know, as we're, as we're going through this process, we're kind of learning each other's quirks and, and different things. So it, it's helping us to to become a stronger, uh, stronger friendship, but as well as a, um, starting to build up that team uh, mentality. And we both have a common goal. We want, we're not going in this just for a sightseeing tour. We want to win this. That's right. We're going to win. Wow. Well, I, I don't see any, any sense in approaching it any, any differently than that. Um, I, I've mentioned a couple of times that I've, I've never done anything like this, but I'm, I've actually signed up for my my first rally this this coming summer, and and that is, that's my approach. That's um, awesome. I I may not win, and probably won't, but I'm going to I'm going to give it my level best anyway. So <laughs> exactly. At least, give it everything you got. At least I can can go home from it knowing that I I, I did the best that I could and didn't uh, didn't approach it half heartedly, and it doesn't sound like you two are are doing that with this event either. So. Rich, you got anything else on on this topic, or or keep moving? Um, no, let's 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 <laughs> keep moving. I I really enjoyed all the answers that you you know all, all three of you 
gave. So that was good. Well, let's, uh, what, one reason that, that, uh, that you gals are on is this is a pretty big, uh, I don't know the right word to use without sounding crass about it, but a, a financial investment for, for both of you. And, uh, we want to help get word out about some different things that, that y'all are doing to, uh, to try to come up with the funds to make a, a huge, uh, huge trip like this take place. Um, if you don't mind, just take a few minutes to, uh, to discuss what you've got going on in the background and, and we'll, uh, we'll get into some, some people that have, have stepped up to help you out and that kind of stuff as, as we go along, but let people know what, uh, what you're looking for as, as far as, uh, help to, uh, to get you both there and, and to get, get going on this. Well, the entry fee for the rebel rally is $12,000. So it's, it's a pretty steep entry fee, but that entry fee covers, uh, the mechanic crews. It covers all of the event staffing, the infrastructure, um, the permitting and everything for the rally, as well as, you know, all of the, all of the coverage for the 10 days that we're going to be in the competition. There's also uh, a lot of fuel associated with us. We're anticipating about $650 in fuel costs because I've got a gas guzzler. It's an, a really fun gas guzzler, but it still does not, um, does not sip on fuel. Um, we also have to fly uh, Morgan out here. And um, we've got a couple of other things so that it pulls us out to about a um, a little bit over $15,000 that we're shooting for um, to be able to really achieve what we need to. <clears throat> I apologize. I'm losing my voice. Morgan, do you want to step in on this? Yeah. So <laughs> I guess what are we, we're about to what, the halfway mark as far as funds we've raised yes. through out-of-pocket and people who have, you know, helped and sponsored. We do have a GoFundMe page. We've got lots of uh, items and stuff, patches, decals, T-shirts that are being made right now. Um, we've had a lot of family members who have donated money because, you know, everyone who's donating and helping us, they're going to be a part of this journey with us. They're worried. We're going to figure out some way to have their names on the rig with us and let them feel like they're a part of it. You had, you had mentioned the, the GoFundMe page. Give people the information on that, and we'll, we'll come back around to it at, at, at the end here and, and be sure to, uh, to get a link to it and that kind of stuff in the show notes. <clears throat> but let, let people know how they can get to that and uh, help, help you out that way if they want to. Okay, um... We have Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. I mean, people are able to follow our journey from where we're at now to the very end. We we want people to be involved and, you know, share this journey with us. Um, Morgan, when we... what's the link for the for the Go, GoFundMe page? Is it um, support Team Vagabond? Um, no, I think it's just Team Vagabond. I. I'm sitting in my FJ. I don't have anything. Okay. Let to me go to the computer. You're actually doing computer. the interview from inside your FJ. I am. <laughs> I am sitting inside my FJ watching my neighbor mow the lawn. <laughs> That's great. 
Um, <laughs> well, I hope the, the, the lawn mowing is interesting enough to occupy you. Um, well, it is when, because she keeps her dogs on there with her. Oh, she's one of those. <laughs> yes, those. Those are entertaining. Um, so when, when, we, uh, when we post the podcast up, we always post all the relevant links. So, um, so anyone listening... Well, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to sit on on a on a podcast and be like, well, uh, www. You know, no one ever. Yeah. Does. So, um, uh, people are are too visual these days to 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 work off that. Um, <clears throat> so, in terms of other preparations, um, like um, preparing yourselves, have you have you gone through any training? Um, you know, I'm always going to ask about training and stuff like that. So just just. <laughs> <what you're laughs> <doing for> <laughs> But have you have you taken any training, or are you looking at I mean, any training, my uh, anything like that? I'm yes. I don't know about training, but um, I have been trying to do more with navigation on a daily basis because I have gotten lazy with this nice little head unit with GPS in it. So I do try to get out more and, or participate in. Um, like group events where they're doing mapping type stuff to uh, brush up and remember all those fun little terms and stuff like that. And then the Rebel Rally does have a, um, a required uh, training course that we both have to go through um, in kind of our competition uh, setup for um for navigation, but then out here on on the west coast, it's it's a little bit easier for me. I'll be going through uh, one, if not two, um, training uh, sessions with some of the folks that are out here on the west west coast to be able to um, do a little bit more on the navigation as well as the the dune trainings, just because that's so so new to me. That's good. I I, I always love to hear about people going. To- getting training and and so the uh training that the rally gives you what does that cover it covers um map navigation as well as how to read um road books and um various levels of um map sizing how to how to do it use a plotter how to um do uh, uh and then you can go from there and learn more advanced map tools. Great. Jason, um, is the giant Toyota Trucks and Trails banner that we're putting on the side of their truck, is that done from, is that out of the printer yet? Uh, I, <laughs> we're, we're working diligently. I need to get that to logo that. so I can make sure that's put on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe we've lost Jason. No, I'm here. I'm here. I I guess so. Yeah. No, I'm here. Yeah. I, I had oh. my mic. Oh. I had my mic muted. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of relieved because um, if we lose Jason, we lose this entire interview, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we have to start all over again. But at least everyone will be more awake. Well, we uh, we're we're working really hard on on. Uh, you know, I, I, I figured a full full wrap of, of the TTAT podcast logo on, on your, your FJ Anna. That would that would look pretty <laughs> cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, with our faces hey, on it. You know, it, it, 
If you guys are willing to throw some money along with that, we can we can definitely talk about, about that. The right price. <laughs> I, we I, are we are open. <laughs> if you put our faces on it, it will intimidate the other drivers. They won't try and pass you or get near you. So I'm just throwing that out there as a suggestion. Oh, oh that's hilarious. <laughs> um, well, we look forward to seeing you at ATR. It's um. I'm glad to hear hear you saying that, and we'll probably uh, want to follow up with you when we're there because, um, you know, Jason and I don't don't wheel when we go there. We just go there to talk to people. I, I believe that's how it works, right, Jason? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> that that'll be great. Yeah, I think that'll be good. I was um, I was lucky enough to be still living in Georgia when uh, the first event happened, but unfortunately. Moving to California last summer, I wasn't able to go to the second one. So I, I'm going to throw one of those one of those left curve questions at you that'll probably catch you off guard, and but you're you're going to love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is it another um, so, serial question? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, th- we those could, only we come once. About, we, we could always talk about breakfast meats. I believe breakfast meats <laughs> is always a popular topic. I it's think it's always just, bacon. Uh, for everyone who's Bacon, not exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but what I wanted to ask is, <clears throat> I mean, we all know off-roading is. I think up until a few years ago, uh, and a few years ago, we could say maybe the last fifteen, twenty years. <clears throat> um, you know, it's a male dominate. You you know what a sausage party it is. I don't need to tell mm-hmm. you. <laughs> um, yeah. And. <laughs> You know, I mean that in both a light and dark way. It can, it can be pretty creepy sometimes, but on the other hand, it you know it also opens up doors to you that other people might not have. But <clears throat> so in getting support to do what you're doing, because I think I think it's great. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I I love seeing people feel like there's no boundaries and they can get into anything they want to do, and that's what you're doing. <laughs> and so, kudos to you. But <clears throat> in gaining support from both the community and vendors and, and things like that. How's the reception been? I mean, you know, you're, you're like I said, it's two women in, in the off-road market, big sausage party. What's it been like? It's been it's, really it's, positive, actually. Uh, both guys and girls have been <laughs> super receptive of it. There's no one gender or other that's supported us more throughout our friends groups and the off-roading and stuff. Yeah, and we're really lucky. Um, sorry, again. Um, it's allergy season across. Yeah, every, everyone is dying. <laughs> Everyone's dying on this interview today. Um, so it's it, it's been really awesome. We've got um, uh, for our sponsors so far. Um, Lifetime LED has stepped up in a in a huge way, as well as Southeast Overland and um, Gzilla. And, you know, it's, it's just been wonderful, the amount of support that we've gotten from them, as well as just from our friends network. Um, you know, it, it, I, I, being new um, to, the, to the off-roading group for, you know, I've been in here for, what, three plus years now. Um, it's, it's such a really cool world. But it is a little bit hard to to get in there unless you just you kind of assert yourself, and that's for me personally. That's that's how I am. I'm I'm not necessarily intimidated by oh this is what guys do. I I'll drive anywhere that the guys do. I'll try it. Um, I'm not I'm not 
scared thinking that, you know, this is, the girls go sit over there. The boys are here. I'm, I'm usually amongst the guys. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I am. Awesome. That's, that's what we love to hear. And, and we're, we're glad to, uh, we're glad to hear that you haven't had any adversity. Um, but I think also in the, the off the climate of off-roading is changing where you're just seeing more different kinds of all kinds of people, uh, gender or anything else you know uh, any other factor that can come in there it just seems like <clears throat> it's really smoothed out a lot uh, over the last you know 15 or 20 years um yeah I, it's I not think... necessarily the hold my beer group it's it's the you know yeah <laughs> we can we can all get out there and, and try it and and it's it's a little bit more at least from what i've seen you know and, and environmentally um uh, conscious too. Yeah, I think you know that's a really good point. I think the the con the general level of consciousness towards environmental issues has gone up a lot, and it's to the point where you really only see the the younger people doing the silly stuff. Not 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 us, mm -hmm. you know, not us aging, uh, you know, or prematurely aging people. Um, <laughs> Um, what's the support been like from your family? Like, what does your mom think? Is she like, no, you're going to get killed or, you know, or, <laughs> how, how's, your, how's your family handling all of this? My dad loves it. My dad's so excited for me. My mom's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, but <laughs> <laughs> she's always been like that. And I mean, I've always kind of I guess been a tomboy and been into vehicles and uh, I grew up with my dad's international scouts. So he is really excited to see me do something. <laughs> very Same supportive. with my folks. They're, they're very, uh, really excited about it. They, when I first started doing this, they're like, I don't know, like first time I sent my dad, um, some pictures of, uh, a, a whole bunch of, I, I call them a herd of FJs driving up a mountain. He's like, that's a whole lot of money going up that hill. And oh I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, it, it really is, but it's a whole lot of fun. And, you know, so as long as I'm doing it safe and I'm prepared for it, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I try and equip my vehicle as well as I do and prepare myself for what I'm going into. Um, they're, they're hundred percent supportive. They've, they've really been, um, been great for this, for this whole adventure and, and all of the, the trips and things that I've done in the past. Awesome. Awesome. It's, it's really good to hear that. Yeah. I'm sure there's, there's always one in the bunch who's, who's, you know, going to say, ah, oh, you know, you're going to, you're going to roll over and die in the desert and, you know, something like that. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, don't put and that I'm, out there, Rich. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, well, I know. You know. <laughs> no, I will see. Here's my strategy: you get that out now, and then it'll never happen. So, <laughs> um, but it's really good to hear that you have that support because it—it's got to be super, you know, just for your your general state of mind. Because um, raising that kind of money can get discouraging, and I, and I think having those people say, "No, no, keep fighting for it, keep fighting for it." I think that's just super important, and it's so glad to hear that you have that support system. Yeah, it I mean, we even have folks easier. who are who are making like my stepmom's made a, a quilt for us to see if we can um, sell voices for it, and you know, there's there's all all types of support from our families on this. So, uh, Anna, what does your husband think? Uh, he's he's a little sad that he's not going on this trip with us, but <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, he he's done he's done all of my road trips with me, 
Um, and he's he is my mechanic. He's he's done all of um, all of my my maintenance to my rig. Um, but he's he's so excited for me. Um, he's he's my biggest champion and my um, my my biggest fan. So he's really um, he he's ready for me to to do anything that I want to try and achieve. That's awesome. Well, you, you know, you could always bring him on as like your little pit crew where, you know, you pull over and he <laughs> cleans the windows and sprays some Febreze in the truck and you know, does something like that. <laughs> Febreze, I think, is going to be a key to this thing. <laughs> it is. Probably. It is. I, I can tell you from my experience, I, uh, <clears throat> I had started a five-day rally uh, up in northwest Maine uh, on, the, on the Canadian border, middle of nowhere, no reception. I was I was in a team of two trucks, but I was alone in my truck, and I had the bright idea of taking a bunch of bananas, and hanging <laughs> them from. Yeah, this was incredibly bright idea on my part in the middle of July, by the way, because even in Maine it's still hot, and hung some bananas off a off a hook, and uh, I think it was by the second day <clears throat> um, that the the fruit flies, I I, I I think it sank in where they were actually coming from by the second day and by the third day um, before the bananas were ejected from the vehicle, I realized the importance of Febreze. So, you know, just a pro tip from my experience. Living, living. Don't I actually got hooks in your truck. I actually got this awesome stuff. I'm, I'm planning on trying It's You, you wash all of your gear in it beforehand and it's supposed to keep the funk out for, you know, like a long time. So I'm I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna get some and send it to Morgan too, so she can she can pre prep her. Yeah, gear I was about well. to say share that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, I will, my dear. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we can we can hopefully have our best foot forward on this. Yeah, uh, probably wise to get some of. The, what is that product, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me go read it off to you. Okay. Um, I would imagine came doing in my Karen my... boxes last month. I would imagine doing my seats would be a good idea because there's there's those times when I'm like riding around the summer shirtless, which probably isn't going to be happening too much uh, on your rally. But uh, this um, one's the, called Defunk It. Really? Defunk. Okay. Yeah. A product Defunk that sounds it. like it's, it's permanent. Just, permanent um, odor control. I, I think I just need to wash all my clothes in that. Yeah, you're supposed to. You wash your clothes in it. <laughs> So we'll see if it actually works. <laughs> yeah, it's also a miracle in a That can bottle. be another podcast later on. <laughs> I, I think I think if you play this right, you could get a lifetime supply. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me. Those those are the places you need to be approaching for uh, for sponsorship. Yeah. To tell them that you will. Uh, yeah. You'll endorse the product <laughs> for them. We've actually um we've talked to. Uh, a company called Epic Wipes. I don't know if you guys have heard of these. They're um, they're like baby wipes, but they're actually towel sized, and um, they're going to be sending us some uh, some product. And they're they're talking about if they're um, you know they're considering uh, sponsoring us as well. So we're we're trying to reach out to some of those niche areas as well. Very cool. Good thought process. Keeping us clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, at base camp, they probably they probably give you a shower or something, right? They'll have showers at some of the base camps. Okay, but some do en enough to break it up a little bit, at least. Yes, yeah. we should we should be less grimy at some point. Yeah. Yeah, because it's probably the dust that gets you. Because you you can roll up the windows and have the AC on. 
which I'm sure you're going to That's the nice thing about, yeah, we, we're not rolling in a Jeep, we're rolling in a Toyota, so we do have <laughs> the benefit of air conditioning on this one, and and nice nice um, doors and everything. <laughs> doors, yeah. No doors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your cabin air filter will take a beating on that one. Yeah, I'm, I've, I'm going to replace it right before the trip, and I'll, I'll be probably putting a spare in there for the drive back up. Yeah, yeah. You can always bring a blowgun with you and just you have onboard air and just blast. It yeah, out. I've I've got one in my in my toolkit. Well, Jason, any any other thoughts? No, Are you I, still I, with us? I, yeah, I'm still here. I I think I've covered every all the questions that I that I had. Um, if uh, if you ladies would would like to just do a a real quick rundown again of your your social media places. Um, any any contact information your gofundme page and uh if you'd like to uh give a shout out to some of the people that have already stepped up i know i know you did a little, little while ago but um it, it doesn't uh doesn't hurt to to show those sponsors that have already stepped up uh, a whole lot of love so um if you would like to do that quick go ahead and and take the opportunity to uh to do that all right so we have a facebook page and an Instagram page where we're the uh, rebel vagabonds on both of those pages. We do have a GoFundMe, which is um, team vagabond. Um, Anna, do we have any and other then, one? Um, that's all of our social media. Um, I'm, you can also find, um, you know, additional pictures of our rig and everything on, um, on my Instagram page, which is FJ underscore Anna. Um, oh, correct. And then Morgan, you want to give yours? Yes, I'm FJ Mama One on Instagram, and um, Morgan Lytle on Facebook. So there's definitely extra rally stuff to be found on our personal pages. And then we really want to thank our uh, sponsors who have come forth so far. Um, Lifetime LED has um, has agreed to be our uh, lighting partner for the competition, and then Southeast Overland um, is uh, is a great uh, great partner for us. They've they've been there throughout the entire build of my vehicle, and they're going to be with us throughout this competition as well. So thank you so much, guys. Um, Gzilla, um, they've um, and they've done all of the the clamps and a lot of the connectors and. Uh, various attachment points and stuff for my rig. Uh, they're one of our, our sponsors. And then all of our friends and family who have um, have helped us out along the way so far. Thank you so much. Baker for designing our logo. Yes. Thank I think you that's so much for that. Bakes FJ. Pretty awesome. Or Bakes whatever you're going to be. We don't know what you're going to be yet. Yeah. Bakes Prius. <laughs> that, that's what he told me when I interviewed him the last time. Was it was going to be Bakes Prius? So it's going to be Bakes FT4X. Hush. We we've all heard enough about that over the last three days. I think everybody's sick of that thing already. I'm sick. Of it. Hate that thing now. I, I haven't even seen it's it. It's going to. It's going to be the next version of a Rav4. Uh, yeah, or, or it's going to be something. I think my prediction is it's going to be something to compete with, like the Renegade Jeep Renegade or Trailhawk, or uh, something like that. Whether it's a Rav4 chassis or 
you know, maybe maybe they're going for a the Fredo or something. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's <laughs> not going to be what we what we're all Wanted wishing to be and hoping. hoping. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that, 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 I think that's the key point right there. No matter what it is, <laughs> it's not going to be what we're what we're all hoping. But I'm going to get to see that in a couple of weeks. I don't think I'll break the story, but I'll just be there to be extremely sarcastic and negative about it. You can just message us about it. <laughs> I'm going to start go. fire up a live cam from the, on, <laughs> on Facebook from the from the auto show. So I'm only about two hours from there. So I'm going to just hop on a train, go check it out, fire up a live. Awesome. Well, be I, a I, complete jerk. I have to ask on that that subject. We all own FJ Cruisers, and I just recently got mine, and and I'm absolutely in love with it. But even if they were to, and your snorkel's it, amazing. By the way, <laughs> you know, I, I had initially planned on changing that um, as soon as I possibly could, but I, I think the truck has kind of became known for it. So it uh, is it a stovepipe or what? It, what exactly? It, it, is I, it? I really, it's a toilet. It's flange. a toilet flange. <laughs> <laughs> but my point. What we're, what we're going with is it's steampunk. Because you know that's kind of trendy. Oh right my now. goodness! Industrial. It needs to be bronze then. Right. Yeah, exactly. you're gonna have Brass to like wrap bronze. it in that rust. We'll get Jason a pair of those cool goggles to wear on his head, but never over his eyes. Right. Right. <laughs> well, my my point Sorry, was. Jason. Oh no, I'm I'm good with it. I promise. He's, you. Yeah, past, he's gonna wear them. The, over the past <laughs> two weeks, I've caught enough flack about my uh, my toilet flange snorkel head that I'm. I'm used to it now. So. You're you're just going with it now. Yeah, absolutely, right? absolutely. Like I said, I I had planned on changing it, but uh, as much attention as it gets, I, I I'll just leave it there. It uh, it's functional. It it does what it's I guess. Well, not technically what it's supposed to, but as far as on, on top of my snorkel, it works for what it's supposed to. But. My point was, even even if Toyota <laughs> brings the FJ Cruiser back, do do any of us plan on getting rid of the one that we have for for some new version that they might come out with? No. I, I don't. No. no. No, mine's mine's gonna stay with me forever. I am um, most likely going to be getting. Uh, sorry, my voice is falling off. Um, <laughs> I am planning on um, after you know probably next over the winter or something. Um, getting a vehicle that I can turn into kind of a California, um, trail beater, um, that I don't have to worry about really messing up my, my FJ with. Um, obviously I'd love to get a 40 and make it everything I want. Um, but it may end up being some kind of a, um, of a different vehicle that, is Jeep not Jerky. necessarily a Toyota, <laughs> but then I wouldn't care necessarily if it got hurt. So, oh come on! But there, never, never some, my FJ. There's some, there's, there's some decent Toyotas out there that can be be put together relatively cheap that you wouldn't have to care a whole lot about. Don't, uh, don't and, step any outside of the eighties mini trucks. I think are a good call. I was about to say, get you an old T one hundred. Yeah, I want to be able to roll on the Rubicon without body damage. That's my, that's my plan. So. And I don't want to take my 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 FJ Cruiser on there. <clears throat> well, plenty, plenty of people have done it in an FJ Cruiser without damage. I talked to a lot of folks out here with their FJ Cruisers, and they did get body damage. Though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, Rich, well, do you do you have anything else for for these gals while while they're here? We've uh, we've been at this for a while, so um, do you, do you have any any last things that you want to want to get out there? Well, I think it goes without saying you have our support. Um, I'm a huge fan of of any event. You know, I I, I don't want to say I'm a huge fan of women's only events because that sounds really creepy, but um, <laughs> anyone getting out there and getting involved in these kinds of things. Um, you know, that competitive aspect, it, it really is a lot of fun. You know, a, a lot of people might be intimidated, but, um, you know, I think Anna was saying, you know, she didn't have a great deal of experience before you got into this. And I think a lot of people feel like, well, you need to have been doing this for 20 years. You need to have all this experience and stuff like that. You really don't. And I, I think in a lot of ways, someone with a fresh outlook on this stuff has an advantage over other competitors who may have been doing it for for a long time um <clears throat> so you know hats off to, to both of you you know for taking this on and and uh jumping in and and grabbing it with both hands i just i just think that's awesome you certainly have the podcast support and uh, we'll do what we can not only to help you directly but to help you on the uh you know just letting people know who you are and what you're up to and and uh <clears throat> getting the good word out thank you thank you so much we appreciate it yeah very much appreciated. Well, it's it's the least we can do, and and I'll just simply echo what what Rich said. Um, I think it's it's fantastic that uh, that there are events like this. I think it, it if if we can promote events like this, it just stands to to get more women involved, and uh, over and above that, more uh, more like Rich said, maybe maybe not less experience may not be the right word but that that's a word that i'm gonna gonna go with but just get more people involved if if they see folks see you you gals doing stuff like this it may encourage other people to get involved and and that's what uh that's what it's all about and uh like rich said you you've got our our support 100 percent. well thank you so much and thanks for having us on today we really appreciate it well it's pardon me it's been our pleasure and uh we will uh, we'll let you ladies go and, and get back to your day. And I know you'd mentioned, Anna had mentioned earlier that she was going to get to go do some off-road. And t- tomorrow, I believe you said, I'm very envious yeah. of that. I, I hope to uh, <laughs> hope to get one of my, my rigs out one of these weekends in the near future. Um, it has been, been way too long. So enjoy yourself and be careful. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Rich. Anything else? No, I mean, thanks for taking the time with us. I, this was a really fun interview, and, and I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed, you know, talking with both of you and, and, and with Jason, too, even though I talk to him all the time. <laughs> Thank you. We've, and thanks for, for tolerating our, our coughing and our, our crazy yes. voices today. <laughs> uh, we're cool with it. You may want to apologize to our listeners, but I think they're used to, like, the throat clearing and the sneezing and, and everything else we do on here. <laughs> In fact, if anything, you guys are doing better than we usually do. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, ladies, again, we really appreciate, appreciate you giving us some time, and uh, we wish you the absolute best of luck. Um, we, one thing that we hadn't mentioned real quick before we, we bring it to a close, when exactly is this rally taking place? It is in October. Um, the dates are October 12th through the um, 21st. The 21st. 
Very cool. Well, we will uh, once uh, once it's over and things settle down for for you two a little bit, we'll we'll do our best to get you back on and and have you uh, have you recap the event for us. That sounds great. Yeah, that would be awesome. All righty. Well, Rich, if you don't have anything else, we'll we'll uh, we'll bring it to a close here. No, I think they've had enough of us. Let's let them go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again, ladies. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Okay. want to say thank you to Anna and Morgan from Team Vagabond again for, for coming on the show. And, folks, um, check them out on Instagram and, and uh, give their Facebook page a, a like. And just... Uh, do what you can to help them out. They're they're looking at doing a, a really cool thing, and we just want to try to support them in any any way we can. So we we encourage you as as the listeners to to uh, help us in that mission. All righty, um, we we have some listener feedback that we've gotten since the last episode, and for the folks that have sent that in and and that kind of stuff, um, we'll get to that next episode when Rich is back because. A lot of that is kind of directed towards towards Rich, and and I feel like that he could do a a much better job of responding to to most of that stuff than I could. So we'll just just hold off on that a little bit. Um, a real short uh, community spotlight, and I don't have all the information right in front of me, so it's going to be be a little sketchy. You may have to dig into it a little bit yourself, but I did want to mention that. Uh, you folks hear us talk about uh, Appalachian Toyota Roundup a lot on this show. You hear us mention Brett's name a lot. Well, Brett is doing something really, really cool with ATR this year in that he is having two separate raffle prizes for early registration. Sadly, one of those one of those opportunities has already passed, but the other one is still available. So, if you want to. Uh, if you want to get involved in, in this this special raffle at, at ATR for for early registration, uh, I don't remember exactly what the dates are. You can look on on their website or their Facebook page. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that Brett's got all the information posted up about that. But I wanted to get out get that out there. That's that's something really cool, and and uh, I think it's neat that Brett's doing that. So just wanted to. Uh, Wanted to give that a real quick mention. Um, other than that, folks, <clears throat> like I said, this is this is going to be kind of a short episode. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a lot of stuff going on myself, trying to get ready for uh, ready for events. Where Rich and I are both right in the midst of of getting ready for for his event, and then G Smitter not long after that, and and many other things going on in in our Toyota world. So. Uh, we we will be getting back to our our normal uh, normal episodes here before long, but just uh, be be patient with us, and and we'll be sure to get uh, get some content out uh, on on a normal schedule just to, to keep you all updated. We're we're looking forward to getting a ton of ton of uh, ton of content at at the FJ Northeaster run and G Smitter and and all the other events that are are coming up. Rich has got some really really cool things on his plate that uh he's looking forward to to sharing with our 
with the podcast listeners here as as that stuff comes along and and some some exciting things that have have come up i won't uh i won't spoil that for him i'll let him if he wants to discuss that when when he gets back but uh we'll i'll, I'll call it quits there and and some of you folks that have have wanted a shorter episode for a while uh, hopefully you uh hopefully you enjoy this one and before i wrap up here i want to take just a second to uh to encourage you guys if if you're looking for another podcast to to listen to we we mention these guys on a on a fairly regular basis but uh if you like what we do here and and want to listen to something similar um check out the guys over at the nissan nation podcast uh david and danny are both good guys and and they're just trying to do their thing over there and and uh they would uh they definitely appreciate uh appreciate anybody from from our side of the world listening in on on what they've going on got going on so it like i said if you're if you're looking for another another podcast to check out um check those guys out over there i i I would appreciate it they're both both good friends of mine and and uh would just uh would appreciate any any attention that uh that our listeners could give them be sure folks to uh to check out our our new show sponsor you may you may have heard it in the intro to the interview we have a new new sponsor on board um hidextra.com um it says in the read that they do do uh, hid and led conversions for for headlight conversions and that kind of stuff they do far more than that uh check out their website a lot of cool stuff and, and they were kind enough to offer the listeners of of the podcast a, a discount um ttt 15 gets you 15 percent off your order so make sure and uh make sure and check those folks out they they approached us about wanting to uh wanting to help out the show and it's uh it's much appreciated so let them know that you appreciate what they do for us um as well as uh as usual you know we always we always talk about southeast overland and, and how much they uh how much they do to to support us here at the podcast so don't don't uh don't forget them either um just in closing folks uh, another way that if you want to you can help us out uh when you shop on amazon please go to our website and shop through our amazon link uh it doesn't cost you anything extra amazon gives us a, a small percentage of their their cut and uh, every little bit helps uh if you want to contact us, you can do so through the website. You can leave us, leave us a message on the website. Or you can send an email to toyotatrucksandtrails at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at T, uh, uh, Facebook slash TTAT Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Toyota Trucks and Trails Podcast. Our YouTube channel, we we still don't have a lot of content up there, but uh, check it out and subscribe to it. We're we're working on getting some some really cool uh, some really cool content on on the YouTube channel. Looking forward to getting some event coverage and that kind of stuff uh, posted up on there, so you guys that that don't can't make it to some of these events um, can kind of see how they work and and see what they're made of and that sort of thing. So look forward to that. Um, just in closing, folks, uh, thanks everybody for uh, 
for downloading the show and listening. If you're a new listener, thank you for for checking us out and uh, hope you find something interesting about it and come back. Um, other than that, we'll we'll look forward to uh, to episode 34. Not exactly sure yet what it's going to be, but hopefully Rich will be back for that one and and we can get back to something a little more uh, a little more regular. But uh, as usual, folks. Um, Again, thanks for listening, and however you go about it, get out and enjoy your Toyota. (music) 